Hello and welcome to Very Excellent Habits, the podcast that helps you create little habits for a big life. I'm Carly Jacobs, writer and mostly sensible habit maker. I begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which I record today and pay my respects to their elders past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. So my recommendation episodes with Chrissy get so much love. Like everyone's like, they love Chrissy. They love the conversation. And I decided to make them regular and I didn't even really ask Chrissy. I was just like, hey, everyone loves them. Let's do one every season. So welcome back, Chrissy. Thank you. I am. I'm thrilled. I actually love these episodes. So this is perfect. Thank you so much. I love them too. I feel like every time we jump on to record, we end up just like jumping straight into like a really deep conversation, <laughs> like immediately like, oh, wait, wait, I have to press record. I have to press record. So anyway, uh, we usually start the show with recommendations, but because this whole episode is recommendations, how was your week? I have had the most crazy week even the past two weeks because I caught a plane for the first time. It was exactly two years and two weeks since oh, I got back no. from Thailand in 2020 on the um, 8th of March. So I really literally made it just back into Australia. And I haven't been any, haven't even been anywhere domestically. So I've flown to the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. And then I did back to back to Melbourne for a conference. And it's just amazing. I have not spoken to this many people in as long as I can remember. And yeah, overwhelming and awesome. How's your week how been? Is, well, how was your airport experience? Like, is it weird? <laughs> I forgot how to tag my bag. I was like, like, do I need to take how many liquids can I take on a domestic flight? Like, I honestly, I'm like, I'm like your um, country auntie that's never been on a plane. I am. <laughs> <laughs> You've unseasoned yourself as a flyer. What was your conference in Melbourne? I went to the Australian Distillers Association conference. So um, Jim writes for Nip of Courage, which is um, a distributor of craft spirits across Australia. So they only stock Australian. And now there are over 350 distilleries in Australia. Um, and Holy to crap, compare seriously. that, there's 125 whiskey distilleries in Scotland. <laughs> so what? that is, and um, they said when they started running this conference, the ADA has only been around for, oh my gosh, maybe like seven years, but they started with 28 distilleries. And in that time, we've now gone up to over 350. So there were about 420 people at this conference and it's um, actual makers, people in the in- industry. So it was fascinating. So um, I found it so interesting kind of looking at the trends of, um, the production in Australia and we also got to do a sneaky little side trip to the Mornington Peninsula to see a whiskey distillery and a gin distillery but literally we we're just like all I saw was the conference room and this one bus trip so Melbourne friends I didn't tell anyone I was coming because it was just <laughs> there was no chance I literally just saw the hotel and this and all these people so in and out but I'll be definitely back soon. Yeah, we've actually been noticing a lot of whiskey kind of popping up in um, northeast Victoria and like bright and everything. There's lots of like really cute little, which I'm I'm for. I'm really, you know, into kind of craft alcohol, particularly like Australian developed ones. It's actually incredible. They support like it's a really unique part of the industry because it's so much of it's rural and regional because there's the space to be able to do it. A lot of people have come from farming to distilling. Uh, so there's a lot of crossover. It really employs a lot of people in regional areas and creates tourism opportunities. So cool. And um, the crazy thing is spirits are taxed at 10 times. Oh, no, more they than. Are. Because, um, say, for example, the lowest alcohol tax is on cask wine, which is at $0.08 cents, um, per... Um, that makes like, sense. Yeah. <laughs> but spirits are taxed at $1.15 for the same measure of alcohol. So, um, and wine is like sort of um, wine and alcohol um, and beer are like in that 15 to 20 cent bracket. 
And so yeah. it's a dollar fifteen for spirits. So and really, I wonder what makes cask wine different. I know to regular wine, it's it's very strange, but the the alcohol tax makes no sense. So when you're buying a bottle on the shelf um, of seventy, like thirty dollars is just tax excise. So that's why Australian spirits are so much more expensive because there's so much more hands-on production. Like a bottle is touched like 15 times between labelling and everything done by hand and then um, and even all the production steps. And then you have to whack on $30 before you've even created the wholesale cost of the bottle. And um, yeah, it's pretty, it's not a, you know, there's some people making money. There's a lot of people just making great products. Yeah. um, But yeah, it's a really interesting Do you you know why? Is it like a behavioral thing they want to discourage people from drinking spirits that's what they're trying to discuss like so why is having um, a glass of wine worse than having a whiskey soda yeah Uh, and also saying that so a lot of part of what the conference was about was kind of lobbying and how the government's going to look at doing this because they have dropped the beer excise for australian made beer for small distilleries so they've made it cheaper for brewers to be able to sell their product to be competitive with larger producers but they haven't done that for spirits yet so that's something yeah. that we hope to see for the industry because yeah that'd be that'd be interesting to see because when you go overseas it's just like it's so much cheaper to drink spirits yeah, like everywhere a, you go like a bottle of tax in the states has like seven dollars of tax versus an australia oh seven dollars per liter i think is the american tax on spirits yeah. and australia is like 45 <laughs> It's unbelievable. And the um, the other one is there's only about 1% of spirits drunk in Australia are Australia made. Wow. And considering there's such a big industry. So now if we were to change that to like 2%, that would just build so many jobs across Australia. Anyway, that's my little diatribe from Drink Australian. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm every, fascinated. Everybody drink Australian. <laughs> uh, but I highly recommend um, Australian spirits and you can head to um, Mr. and Mrs. Romance for our reviews on the best ones. <laughs> oh, perfect. Oh, Jim, Jim, I'll for throw, anyone I'll who throw doesn't. a little thing in there. <laughs> no, please. For anyone who doesn't know uh, Jim, that's Chrissy's husband. He does a lot of really excellent um, alcohol content on Mr. and Mrs. Romance. And he's like, he's always the best person to get to choose whiskey and stuff if you're, you know, going out for dinner, that kind of thing. <laughs> so, yes, that has been my interesting week. And I have discovered that I do love flying. I do love traveling again. I thought I was becoming a bit of a hermit and I didn't know if I would be able to do it again, but I can highly recommend it is just as good as I remember. <laughs> Lovely. I, I don't know when I will get on a plane again, but surely it will be sometime soon. Um, yeah, my week was just kind of, I, I don't want to say boring, but it was just kind of boring. It was just like going through the motions, nothing particularly excited happened. Although I was really sad. I booked this like, um, uh, like a backdoor production of Frozen for to, to go and see it with Harriet. And then it got cancelled and I was like so sad. I assume that the cast just came down with COVID because oh. that's the only thing I can think of. Um, but it was like we were supposed to go on Saturday and it got cancelled on the Thursday. And I was like, I was like practically crying myself to sleep being like, how am I going to tell her that she doesn't get to see Anna sing these songs live? And when I told her, she was like, oh, okay, we'll go later. Oh. I was like, Kids. all right. Okay. <laughs> I've been tying myself into knots over telling you that, that we're not going to go to the Frozen concert. She's like, man, don't worry. We're going to get coffee and cake this afternoon. I'm like, yeah, mate, we are. Far out. That's She sees the silver lining, still coffee and cake. So cute. Yeah, she's like, well, as long as I get my coffee and cake, I'm pretty good. And I bought her this disgusting um, Elsa dress to wear. So it's got like this big gross picture of Elsa at the front and it's got these like sleeves and stuff. And she discovered that weeks ago. So that's kind of been punching the gap anyway, but... 
Yeah. So anyway, let's jump straight into the good stuff. What is the best movie you've watched recently? Well, this is an interesting one. So I actually got this idea from Grace from The Stripe about um, watching through the AFI Top 100 list. And so last night we just watched Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, which is number 99 on the list of the American Film Institute's That's top list. very, very old film, isn't it? It is. It's Sydney from 1967. Poitier? Yeah, Sidney Poitier and Catherine Hepburn. And uh, it's, a fantas- it's just so interesting watching uh, a, a mixed-race couple interactions in 1967 and have we come far maybe sometimes it was actually very interesting to watch and it's very character driven and um, I love Catherine Hepburn and Sidney Poitier is just immaculate and I'm actually loving this idea of the top 100 film list because it has taken away our list our problem of what are we going to watch next we immediately stop scrolling and we pick a movie that from the past that is actually kind of filling lots of gaps of movies we've never seen before are you doing it in order or just kind of picking one that sounds good? No, random. That was a, that was an order one last night. And also what's easily available for us to stream. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so how many streaming services do you subscribe to? Oh, my gosh. I don't, I've lost count. And that's the terrible thing because I thought that this was supposed to make it cheaper and I've never done the sums on how much we spend on streaming, so I'm not going to do that. Uh, but that yeah, one no, is actually available on ABC iView. So that's a free service. Very, oh, that's good. a bit of a bonus. ABC has some great old films available. Great. And what about you? What what movie would you like to recommend for me to watch? Well, mine is The Matrix Resurrection. So it's the, it's Re- the most recent. We are recent... going retro. Or is this the new no, one? No, no, no. It's the oh. new one. Yeah. It's it's really, like, we really enjoyed it because we're massive, massive fans of the original Matrix. Uh, I've actually come ac- across recently, a, like, a bunch of people who haven't seen the Matrix films and they're like, oh, I don't know. It's not really my thing. I'm like... It's everyone's thing. They're really, really good movies. Like you might think that you're not into that kind of thing, but it's just like like the the CGI and and it just everything that they did. It it holds up. Like you know when, <clears throat> excuse me, you know when you watch a really old film and like the the effects are just terrible and you're like this aged really badly. The Matrix has aged beautifully. Like you can watch it now and you don't cringe. Um, the, the new one was so fun. It was just really fun. Definitely don't watch it if you haven't watched the originals, though. So you need to see at least one and two. You can skip three. Is there a fourth? There may have been one of those. Like, I don't remember if there's a fourth. I think there's just the three. Yeah, mm. just the three. And then so the, the most recent one must be the fourth. Just a really good fun romp. And it just kind of it also kind of rewrote the first couple of movies in a really fun way, which was cool. Excellent. OK, adding that to my list. Yeah, please do. It's just fun. So what is the best book that you've read recently? Uh, the book I'm going to recommend is called Devil in the White City by Eric Larson. And it is the story of the World Fair in Chicago in 1893. So it's like a mix of history and there's true crime. And Jim has been telling me to read this book for ages and I kept telling him no. But he was right. And so maybe this is Jim's recommendation, but I highly also recommend this book. I was seriously about to pretend like I've read it, but I haven't. I'm in the same position as you that Ben has read it and has been highly recommending that I read it and I haven't got round to it yet. I do know everything that happens in it, though, because of the other thing that happens. I know all about that. Yes. That I'm not going to tell anyone about because <laughs> it's pretty wild. Why do we always not take our partner's recommendations on things? I feel like I will take anyone else. I've, I've read a million other recommendations before, Jim. I know. Jim. I apologize, Jim. You were correct. I've told you the Firefly story, didn't I? No, what's that? 
the one. So Firefly, <laughs> Firefly is this like fantastic cult show with like Nathan Fillion from like the nineties, and it's t- it's technically a space western. And I was like, that sounds terrible. I'm not going to watch a space western. And Ben's like just stop being an idiot about this and listen to me. You are going to love this show because it's so, so great. And I was like, oh, which it is stupid. And he's, he's like, just shut up and watch it. And I'm sitting there with my arms crossed, just be like, I hate you. I don't want to watch this. This is crap. Literally 30 seconds into it. I was like, this is the greatest show I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's so good. So if anyone has ever tried to sell Firefly, the space Western to you, just watch it. It's fantastic. And don't be a fool. Basically. Space Western would definitely be something I'm like, mm, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> not right. But like in my defense, Ben knows me and space Western was a very, very poor choice of words. Absolutely. It's, it reminds me of a, not at all the same thing, but Jim tried to describe a Yorkshire pudding to me before I even knew what they were. <laughs> And he said it was like a pancake that you had with a roast dinner because you make it from a batter. But I was like, it's the worst description. You can't call it a pancake that you have with <laughs> meat. I was like, what? <laughs> a crispy pancake with meat? I was like, no, not, I'm not into it. But I'll tell you what, you actually eat a real Yorkshire pudding and it is not at all <laughs> described <laughs> and it's delicious. Well, I, I always thought, what's the, what's the thing? There's some, some other kind of pudding that's actually like gross it's like awful or something isn't there isn't there something that's a pudding but it's like oh uh like a blood pudding blood pudding but that, i that's would like know a... that that was gross by yeah the fact that it has blood in the title oh no I don't know so they I'm call it black of. pudding black pudding black pudding sorry that's, that's it. and it's yeah. made of blood very nice <laughs> yeah not not great i just kind of feel like like pudding shouldn't be the catch-all for like a thing that you don't know what to call it yeah they use that word a lot over there and I, i'm like i don't think you know what a pudding really is <laughs> No, definitely not. Um, so my book, oh, I read Cultish on your recommendation and I loved it. It was so, I just slammed through it. Like it was such an easy read. She's a great really, writer. Really good. So good. Highly, I'm glad, glad you enjoyed it. And I want to read all her stuff. She like all of her stuff is just fantastic. Uh, so the, the book that I read most recently was Untamed by Glennon Doyle, which I'd been meaning to read for a while. Very late to the party. I really liked it. Like I, I really enjoy her writing. I, I do feel a little bit like the popularity of her writing is actually hinged a lot on her oversharing. Like I, I read, uh, uh, not oversharing, like, you know, share as much as you want. That was probably a poor choice of phrase, but I, I felt very voyeury reading it. If that makes sense. I don't know if anybody else has had the same experience. I love Glennon Doyle. I think she's fantastic. And I think she's done beautiful things for, uh, you know, recovery in alcoholism and mental health and, and all of that kind of stuff. And it is hard to get your message across without sharing a lot of your soul. And I'm not trying to shame her for sharing a lot of it. I just was reading it and I felt like I was reading, I felt like I shouldn't have been reading it. Like it was a diary. I know. Does you that mean, make sense? It's almost like you're having like a vulnerability, vulnerability hangover for her. Because yes, you're like, yes. this is a lot to share. Like, wow. And and it is incredibly helpful when someone lays their story out like that. Yeah. But And I think, I think that's probably more of a, a thing on her skill to be able to do that in, a, in such a friendly way. Because it's hard oh, to share tough yeah. stories and make people, like, bring them in, bring people into them. 
Yeah, exactly. And there's no shame. I'm not, I'm not mm. asking her to not do that or, or being like, how could you do this? Like that's, that's way too much of an overshare. I think just the, the sharing in that kind of vulnerability is so rare and she does it so beautifully that I think she accidentally makes me like feel too much when I'm reading her books. And I'm like, no, I don't, I'm not into this. I'm, I, I didn't feel like emoting today. <laughs> I think that's definitely so you, Carly. I think <laughs> it's like, no, no, this is, this is, Past my boundary. I can't I can't even be reading this about someone else, let alone talking about my own feelings. <laughs> right? It's just like this seems to be a you problem, Carly. Like Glenna Doyle's amazing. <laughs> um, so what is your favorite TV show? I have a BBC TV show to recommend. It's called Ghosts. There are now three seasons and I think they're making a fourth. And it is very cute. It's uh, about a young couple who inherit a mansion uh, from an um, Un, like a, an unknown relative, very distant. But when they get there, they discover it's full of ghosts from all of history. And one of the creators is Simon Farnaby, and he plays one of the ghosts. And I think half the creators and writers are actors in the show. It's this fantastic ensemble cast. You can find it on Stan and also on BBC iPlayer. And I think it's just really fun. Have you seen it, Carly? I have. We haven't watched it seriously, but we are very strange people and we still watch Free to Wear. So that will be our first choice. Like if it's an evening, we'll just see what's on TV. And if there's something good, we'll watch it. If not, we'll spend 45 minutes scrolling through our six different streaming services trying to find something. But we've stumbled across it every now and then. And it's really, really funny. Um, is she the only one that can see the ghosts or can the husband? No, she she had a, an injury, which meant that she could see the ghosts. Uh, She's had a head injury. <laughs> yeah, we thought the husband couldn't. But um, that's Charlotte Ritchie. And I just love her so much. She's incredible. If anyone hasn't seen Charlotte Ritchie, she's in Fresh Meat. And she's she also did a season or two of Call the Midwife. Yeah, and she's she, her season of um, Taskmaster is also quite funny. She's she oh, is she was great. hysterical. Yeah. I absolutely love her. Yeah, I can I can definitely thrive. I need to actually watch that because um, did I tell you that we bought a bus? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> we bought a bus. I haven't told anyone that we've bought it. I mean, we've told like friends and family, but we we bought a bus and we're fixing it up. Oh, my like, jewelry's for- on the floor. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, uh, let's scrap all the recommendations. This episode is about Carly and her bus. What? So at the beginning of the year, I saw a bus available for sale on Facebook and it was like super, super cheap because we've been wanting to do a shipping container, like self-contained tiny house on our property because we get lots of guests. Eventually we might Airbnb, we don't know, but we need a bit more space. So so I saw this bus and I was like, do you want to go buy this bus? And Ben was like, oh, it's really cool. It's like this 1950s, like... It used to be a bus that did airport runs in Melbourne. So it's got like all of the stops that it has got like Mooney Ponds and stuff. It's got one of those like oh rolly God, old fashioned. Um, yeah. So anyway, we ended up going and it was like a, a couple of hours away to go and get it. And But we needed someone with a big vehicle license. Thankfully, Ollie, who is also on the show, she does the book reviews with me. Um, she's like my local bestie. Um, her husband is a firefighter. So we roped him into going with Ben and then driving it back to our place. So yeah, so it's all, it's all here now and we're working on it. Anyway, the point of that conversation is that Ben goes and works on the bus in the evenings and I need something to watch on my own. So I'm going to watch ghosts and that's how come I ended up talking about. Oh my God. Okay. So I am, (laughs) I'm all here for the bus. We're going to need a whole story episode on the bus. And all I can think is, Oh, that's going to be where I stay when I come visit. Yay. Oh, it's totally. Yeah. So the the plan is to have it up and running like towards the end of the year. Ben was actually saying the other day, he's like, when are Chrissy and Jim going to come back and visit? We're coming very soon. We actually met an amazing distiller in Mildura. So we're going to, 
Fantastic. Bossy's Distillery, if you're near Mildura, we're going to come in to see him as well. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, so but you're our off priority. The topic, <laughs> off <laughs> the topic anyway, of the bus. But all the rest of us who are just watching a lot of TV, have you got another show you, you can we can watch? I do. So I've recommended Dope Sick so many times, but it's honestly my favourite show of the year. It's on, I want to say it's on Disney, I think, um, but it's about the opioid crisis in America. Oh, yeah. It's really, really good. Like I, I was in immediately and I just cared very deeply about every character from the beginning. Um, it's, yeah, it's incredible. Uh, I'm also loving The Girl from Plainville, which has just been released recently. Um, content warning, the show uh, does talk about suicide and suicide ideation. Uh, but it's about that teenager who texted her boyfriend while he was completing suicide. Yes. It's a really messy, Ooh. quite awful story. Um, and it's starring Elle Fanning and she is incredible. She's so good. She's just like adding so much light and shade to this character and kind of making you understand a bit more how it happened. And I mean, like, obviously the situation wasn't ideal, but she was 17 and, you know, it's just like it just kind of makes you understand her mental state and, and what might have been happening for her in those moments. Um, it's also got Chloe Savini in it, who I just love. I love Like I have all the time in the world for her. And I've been just a raving fan since she was in Kids. Like remember, when, remember yes. Kids? Oh, my God. that It takes me back. And, oh, my God, everything she does. She's just fantastic. Yeah, she's incredible. Um, and just like a style icon. I just love her. Anyway, she's who I want to be when I grow up. And yeah, watch the girl from watch the girl from Plainville. What is the best podcast you've listened to? Uh, I'm going to recommend a local podcast. This is called Tell Me Where to Go, and it's a travel podcast. And it's hosted by um, Steve Collins, who's a, a broadcaster and travel writer from Perth. And I actually travelled with him on a familiar. So he oh, no is way. such a lovely guy. And uh, the episode that you should listen to is the episode about MH370 because it is actually factual. And there's wow. so much conspiracy about that missing plane. And he has an aviation expert on to kind of tell a real truth behind of so much of it. And I thought it was fascinating because there's been so many books written about it, but he's... But they were laughing about how none of them are true except one by a psychic. <laughs> At least the only one that's honest is the one that's by a psychic. And uh, I thought that was a really great episode and also some great travel inspo to take you away if you aren't travelling anywhere at the moment. Oh, perfect. Uh, mine is Decodering by Slate. And it's just it's really lovely, light show that's about cultural ph cultural phenomena. So there's an episode about Cabbage Patch Dolls and another episode about bottled water. And my TV and podcast tastes are usually extremely bleak. So this is like a really lovely break from serial killers and con artists. I also recommend that podcast. I adore it. There's a great episode on the mullet as well, which I, ah. <laughs> there's so many, there's so many, it really just takes you away. It's a great road trip podcast, just a great light listening one. Did, did they cut you off after you listened to a certain number of episodes and then they tried to make you subscribe? Oh, maybe. I've been listening for a while, so I bet they have their back catalogue on like a paid service. Uh, right. Like I'm not against paying for it, but I tried to pay for it. And then like a boomer, I got confused and couldn't figure out how to do it. <laughs> to it and then I was like oh I don't know how to do this so I really want to listen to the rest of it but every time I go to listen to it it's like you have to pay and I'm like I'm trying I don't know how Carly so I that's... love it you are the most digitally connected and digitally confused person I know I love it <laughs> that's, I'll, I'll that's help just, you friend it's okay that that is me to a T like when we first jumped on to record today I couldn't hear Chrissy and I was freaking out being like oh I have to fix this what have I done and Chrissy was like no 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 it's me I'm on mute I'm just so used to the one that 
who's made the mistake or connected something badly <laughs> or and then and then having an extreme panic about it it's okay we can fix yeah. it <laughs> yeah no i i get i get riled up over technology very very quickly i have i have zero chill <laughs> all right let's talk about clothing what are you buying i found this brand on instagram and it's called audrey o i think they're audrey o studio on instagram and i bought the coolest boots they are half pink and half red patent um Another thing I love about this brand is they are uh, size and gender inclusive. So their shoes aren't women's shoes or men's shoes, and they come in a really big size range because I also have giant feet. So I <laughs> you love do have this. randomly giant feet, don't you? <laughs> I do. And, they were, and I was terrified. And the shipping to Australia is terrible. It's like I had to pay 40 US dollars to ship it to Australia. But I really, really wanted these pink and red boots, and I was def- terrified they weren't going to fit. They fit straight out of the box. I haven't had a blister. Love it. Hi, it's Carly. If you have any recommendations you'd like to add, please leave us a review and let us know what they are. Books, movies, clothing, we want to hear it all. Leave a review and let us know what your favorite things are this week. Don't forget you can also become a supporter of the show and get access to all of the show resources, including workbooks, checklists, and eBooks by becoming a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash very excellent habits. Back to the show. Perfect. They're gorgeous. You actually sent a text to me. You asked me if you should buy them. And I was like, yeah, you should. And because Jim wasn't keen. Yeah. But that's often a reason I should buy something because he. Yeah, definitely. Well, I showed Ben. Ben was very supportive. He was like, yeah, no, Chrissy can totally rock those. And I forgot to tell you, they went missing because I bought them in like October or November. And then they just didn't. It was just that whole Christmas, COVID, postal disaster. And they even went missing in all the things. They're about to send me another one. And out of nowhere, they just turned up at my door. So. Angel oh shoes, God, that's but bizarre. I do recommend them. They're a really, really small brand and they're making some really, really fun things. Lovely. And I saw them on your Instagram and I was like, oh, good, you bought them. <laughs> yeah. uh, my clothing recommendation is um, pretty basic, but um, Active Truth sent me a jumper from their new Wonder Woman collection. And I, I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, because I, I really enjoy Active Truth and a lot of people just swear by their tights. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. Like, send me some stuff. Their tights are amazing. Oh, they're so good. I'm actually wearing them right now. Ah, awesome. The thing I love the most about Active Truth is that, like, it's a true high-rise tight. Yeah. Like, you know when some brands are, like, high-rise and they mean it's just, like, a little bit above your hip? I have high-rise tights from them that I can get, like, right up under my bra, which I love. Like, if I could – have you seen that meme where it's, like, if I could tuck my titties into it, I would? (laughs) (laughs) Like, totally. If I could get tights that were, like, a onesie that I could wear right up over my boobs, I'd be all into it. Um, But anyway, they sent me this jumper from their Wonder Woman collection. And honestly, I haven't taken it off. I've been so lazy this week because I've been trying to go for a walk every day and I just haven't been bothered getting dressed properly. So I just like put my active wear straight on. And this jumper is really good. It's really lovely and snuggly and it's been keeping me warm on my mornings. Um, I've been doing Pilates. So, yeah. Uh, What about makeup? I have a couple of new brow products to recommend because I Ooh, have fun. changed. So I used to get this pen. So all my brow recommendations come from brow, uh, brow Confidence on Instagram. Leanne is my brow goddess. She's amazing. And so I'm just pulling it to make sure I give you the exact name. Um, but she recommended um, Mecca uh, um, has a brow pencil, which is good. But I've switched now to a MAC dupe of their shape and define brow pencil and it is called the NYX uh, brow tint pen and I get it in ash brown which I really recommend because so many browns are a bit too warm and it is amazing because it's like a little felt tip pen and Ah. you can draw on little individual hairs 
and I also recommend their lash glue which is like a clear um, brow gel to kind of brush all your hairs up and then you can draw on the little gaps because I have lots of gaps because I grew up went to high school in the 90s so yes. that is yeah. <laughs> my mum banned me from plucking my eyebrows and I think it's the nicest thing she's ever done for me oh we used, we did it on um, we did it on sports camps and we would all oh. lay the girls round in a circle and pluck each other's eyebrows it was a terrible time oh god it's horrible they like there are some girls that just came out with like a single line of yeah. hair and it, it, no one recovered like it's just it's like the one part of your body where the hair just won't grow back and i don't know why like why i wish that would happen elsewhere but that is what's happening for me there and but yeah no i've managed to grow back half my brows but that nick's brow pen is a great filler in her. nice and what about you carly I'm not recommending anything like makeup wise this week because I just haven't really been doing much makeup. I did buy a Dr. Bronner's peppermint lip balm the other day, just like in an emergency because I couldn't find any of my lip glosses and it was really good. Like it doesn't have a weird aftertaste. So if you're looking for like a fairly neutral lip gloss, that's good. Dr. Bronner's peppermint. It's the blue one. Um, But I wanted to ask the listeners, does anyone know much about like cosmetic, cosmetic tattooing? Like I quite like the idea getting like my brows done and my mum recently had it done and it's awesome but I'm just wondering like what other people's experiences are what have you had any cosmetic tattooing or would you consider it no I wouldn't but I think I have a weird thing where I react really strangely to everything and I watched one girl get it done and have like a color change in the product and I was like oh that would 100% happen to me but you need to go to someone who you've seen results of that's good so if your mum went to someone that was Mm. good go to Canberra and go see them and the, it's, I've heard, other friends love it. They, but I'm I'm in that little not so sure bracket. And because I have such sparse brows, I feel like it would mm. be I'm likely to see more risk than reward. Yeah, and hair removal is an issue for you, isn't oh. it? Like you react badly to everything. <laughs> Mine's so bad. I just I know. Like I would love to wake up and not have to fill in my brows, but I just think. I'm not sure that it wouldn't because I have also have very oily skin so I've heard that that can make mm. it harder for the tattoo to heal well and not bleed um. and blend and change color so I just know that that oily skin is going to be like ee. but I would love and everyone then, in the group come and say if you have a good recommendation or any tips because I would love to hear some but you would still have to get like hair removal though wouldn't you like, yeah you still need to like if you've got re- like, around it you still need to tweeze or take the hairs around yeah. but it's more for like filling in gaps and really fine or pale eyebrows yeah I just really want like a set and forget eyebrow situation and it doesn't really exist does it I think it would if I would try with what your who your mum saw that sounds like it would be mm. good but see my mum's got really like I've got dark eyebrows but mums are really pale so she just had them kind of filled in and she doesn't really have to pluck that much anymore but for me like I just need I just need like a little bit I don't know it's all confusing. But once the <laughs> once you've got that stronger shape, it's definitely easier just to sort of pluck a few on the outside. Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good idea. And keep your tweezers right. in the car. It's always the best light. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is too. Yes. I will I will have a think about that. Uh, what about beauty? So what are you trying beauty wise? I am going to recommend this Korean brand of pimple patches. It's called COSRX. Um, you can find it at Adore Beauty and they are fantastic. They're basically little hydrocolloid bandages or little stickers for when you get a breakout. I think the half the thing is that they work well because they keep my dirty fingers from picking my face. That is like 90% of the problem. And if I've put a sticker on it, I can't touch it. And if you are like me and you like to put your hands on your face all the time, um, they are amazing. I put one on, like they're quite clear. So if I am working from home, I wear them at home. 
um, or you can wear them overnight and you definitely wake up with a lot less problem in the morning and they can be gone in a day or two without any scarring which is amazing that's perfect and I totally agree I'm such a pimple picker if I find a pimple on my face I will put like I will be out for dinner and I will go to the toilet and I, there'll be like a pimple on my face and I'm like I'm doing it I have to do this like I would rather have a weeping bleeding hole in my face than a pimple and I will come back to the dinner table and people be like did you just pick a pimple I'm like yeah I did it's so hard and like I know if I if I'm like I can just feel it and I just run my finger over it I can't that all of that the pimple patch just keeps your dirty hands and nails and so it has a chance to heal and it oh it's so much better honestly and I find them quite satisfying to wear because you can still tap the patch so it still feels like I'm doing something but I <laughs> still feels like you're you're interacting appropriately I've with got your that pimple. like little textural thing happening but I am not getting the actual impact to my skin so definitely recommend keeping your dirty hands off your face <laughs> nice so for me I'm trying to keep up with my micro needling with my micro glow but I just keep forgetting like how do you remember to do your beauty routine I feel like I'm either doing a 30 minute every night nine step routine or like absolutely nothing I have days of the week that I do things. So especially with the microneedling, because you can't do it every day. And I don't remember when I, I always do it on a Monday and a Wednesday because they're easier nights for me to do more of a routine when I'm not, when I'm more focused. And then I also then am able to not worry about it over the weekends when I might be wearing more makeup and I'm not having to wash as much makeup off my face to do it on Mondays and Wednesdays. So that is my trick. So I have set days of the week for doing things and that's how and then um i also set my retinol then um tuesday thursday saturday and that's how. okay and then those are the only like you only kind of do microneedling and retinol yep so that's Perfect. that kind of and doing those helps me work out what i'm doing and then i always wash my face uh, also having the little washcloths um either the um i use oh my gosh what are they called the ones that are the little circle microfiber circles a face halo oh yeah i use i have face halo when I'm being super lazy at least I know that's going to help wash my face and take stuff Mm. off properly otherwise I'll use my cleanser as well um, and face washes that kind of just seems to make it less arduous but yeah it sounds like it isn't because it's more steps but it's actually easier to do just to grab a little wet face halo rub my face and go to bed yeah yeah that's I I, I think I need to get into that because I my, my main issue with any skincare that requires washing outside of the shower is getting water all down my arms like, and it annoys me so much to the point where I'm like well I don't care about my skin I'm going to not do that because I don't want wet elbows you may not have any because you, your hair isn't very long but um scrunchies put two scrunchies on your wrists and that will stop the problem that is genius. I wonder if I can buy like Terry Towling ones. Yes, you can. Yeah, they actually, someone has actually made them out on purpose, Terry Towling ones to sit around your wrist, but just get scrunchies and it just stops the drips because there's not, I hate those drips. It's so annoying. But yes. It's like I, I'm, I've just had another shower and yeah. I was already annoyed by the first one. And oh I, God, hate I love the, that. I hate, especially when it's like makeup drips because like dirty drips down your arm. Ugh. Yeah. So yeah, um, scrunchies on your wrist. Nice. Are we sounding like mega princesses right now? <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like it's a practical solution to help you 
get around it. Maybe we are. But yeah. Yeah. But like, please let us know if you also like hate, because I, I try to only wash my face once a day when I'm in the shower. I rarely do it in the morning for that precise purpose. So if there's anybody out there who is not washing their face twice a day because they hate getting wet arms, I would love to know that I am not alone. You're not alone. I think they've made a product. We can't be the only ones. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's, it's, you know, clearly a a point of contention for many people. Uh, Who is a cool person that you are following on Instagram? I am going to recommend, this is a long Instagram name, but it's just Abby, uh, A-B-B-Y dot burlesque dot bartender. But if you look up Just Abby, you will find her. And she is an amazing bartender and bar owner from South Australia. She runs a tiki bar called Hades Hula House. And I was at the Australian Distillers um, Association conference with her and I love her. She's so fabulous. She is someone who just like lives life, is really knows who she is. She's just amazing. I adore her. Perfect. And I like that that's like a, I, I would not follow someone like that ordinarily. She's just so fun. She's just a great inspo to follow and she does crazy stuff. I love her. Awesome. I'll add that to my list. And who, do you, who mine, should I follow? Oh, mine is kristen.cook.kac. This is so hard to do. Like, I think everyone audio. had trouble finding the names. Yeah, this is going to be this is going to be a hard one. Um so she is American and just does these like funny reels about motherhood and not in like a fake hot mess way. She's just like really really funny and like she's she's not like guarded and self-aware. She's just really open and hilarious and she thinks farts are funny. And honestly, I just really feel like toilet humor is dying. So anyone who is keeping toilet humor alive is totally fine by me. So if you're looking for someone who's like relatable about funny motherhood stuff, like she's your gal. Perfect. What about restaurants? Well, I'm going to give you some Queensland recommendations because I was just in Queensland and I have some great ones for the Sunshine Coast. I went to, um, two amazing restaurants in Umundi, which is known for the market, so you don't really think about it for anything else, but there's a little tiny restaurant called Popina, and across the road is this beautiful restaurant called Basque, and both of them were incredible. Um, both run by couples, actually, and uh, just really fantastic food on the sunny coast. And then if you get to Malulaba Market Bistro, highly recommend. All great spots. What about Perfect. you, Carly? Have you managed to... Get out of the house. Our recommendations last episode was so funny about this. I want to know what, you, what you're recommending this time. Doesn't <laughs> I recommend like a cheese sandwich from, <laughs> from Subway? Yeah, no, I've, I've upped my game a bit since then. So I'm excited to have a real recommenda- recommendation because we went to an actual restaurant. Uh, it's called Two Vietnamese Street Food in Myrtleford. Um, and they just have like really good, just traditional Vietnamese street food. And they brought out Harriet's Food first, which is so good and such a no-brainer and hardly any restaurants do it Um, and they had these delicious gluten-free spring rolls so if you live anywhere in northeast Vic go there it's totally rad I do have to say though the reason why we we went there was because we were trying to put Harriet to bed a bit later to space her out for daylight savings so we do this thing where we go we put her to bed at 7 15 on the Wednesday 7 30 on the Thursday, 7.45 on the Friday and 8 on the Saturday so that she won't, it won't ruin her sleep in the morning. Totally backfired. She woke up at 5.30 on Sunday. (laughs) We were like, what 
happened? What was the point in that? We were driving home from the restaurant, which was, it's like a 40 minute drive and I'm poking her and we're singing Elsa and she's, she's making me sing Anna and we're duetting in the back seat. And I'm like, I am nailing this. 5.30 in the morning. She's like, hey, mommy. I'm like, oh God, no. How did this happen? So that was, that was my, that was my mega, mega fail. But Yeah. Anyway, what health and wellness thing are you trying at the moment? You might remember I was talking about maybe joining a, a dojo cult last time. And I found yes. a, 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 a keto. Yes, but I have, yeah. have found um, jujitsu because they have proper classes and I wanted to actually be around, not be the only person in the class. And I am actually loving it, Carly. I had so much fun. I went to my first lesson. I was so no idea what I was doing, but everyone was lovely. Um, I found it really exciting. I've never worked out so much. I was like, my face was like a tomato and I'm like, I'm signing up. I'm coming back. Oh, and also hilarious. I have to tell you that part of the class is where the higher belt teaches the lower, you partner up in the higher belt. Teaches so are you the a white belt. belt? Yeah. Oh, I'm not even a belt. Like I, I think I'm just a, I was, I was there in my active wear looking like, am I even meant to be here in that first class? And, but I was partnered with this amazing girl who is a black belt and is a legend. And she's like, okay, so for this part, um, she just lay on the floor and she goes, okay, so straddle me, like one knee either side and then, and then choke me. And I was like, um, we just met. <laughs> I was like, what is this class? Oh my gosh. And then she that's, proceeded that's to like, throw you in the deep end. And then she proceeded to like grab my shirt and flip me over. And I was like, okay, this is fascinating. Um, but then we also did like, <laughs> And I was just like, okay, do I have to do this with other people in the class as well? This is, and I really didn't want to do a, I didn't want to do a martial art for the fighting side of it. I wanted the discipline and the mm. fitness and the mindset, but the fighting was fun. I might get into yeah. it. I, I'm, that really surprised me that I enjoyed that part of the class because it was actually kind of exciting. So I have all my gear now and I'm, I'm signed up. And so now that is my new thing to go twice a week. So I will report back on how I go. Oh my god, I would love to hear about that. That's amazing. <laughs> my, uh, my 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 brother did taekwondo for years and continues to. So we were kind of like very much a martial arts family. Like we'd go to all of the, I don't know what they were called, where you you go and you get to see them do it. I don't know, like displays or whatever. But um, yeah, no, I think that I I think martial arts is fantastic. Really, really good for discipline and yeah. And I mean, you know, if you're finding the fighting fun. <laughs> I know. I was like, maybe you'd be frightened of me. I'll be, uh, I'll be a street defender. That's, I, that's why I thought it was ridiculous. I thought, I'm not fighting anybody. I'm running. No. If anything happens, yeah, I'm, I'm like just... running or just giving up. Like that is not happening. But I was like, wow, maybe I, I... – and she also showed me these like just one of those um, hand grips that like made my whole arm want to fall off. So oh. I was like, oh, that's cool. I want to know how to do that. So, yeah, in case you get attacked. <laughs> just to annoy people, just to like people me yeah. <laughs> Way, way, way more your style. <laughs> oh, um, no, I'm so, so sorry. I don't know if anyone can hear on my end that there's some construction noise. So um, I did manage to get them to keep it quiet for a little while um, in a neighbouring Oh, I, I can't hear it. Oh, few. So just if anyone with sensitive ears, I'm sorry. But thank you for listening this far <laughs> with us. Uh, my health thing is that I'm just good old fashioned trying to close my rings on my Apple watch every day. And I'm doing quite well, actually, like weekends are hard because toddlers are just garbage at walking. So I tend to not do a lot of that. Or if I do, it doesn't register on the Apple watch because I stop every 15 minutes, to, like pick up a rock or like look at some feathers or just she, she'll just complain that her feet are sore or something. And I'm like, mate, you're three, like you're carrying 15 kilos tops. Your feet are not sore. You just don't want to be walking right now. Um, but yeah, for the rest of it, I'm, we're, we're trying really hard to just like either walk first thing in the morning, like after we drop the kid off at school, 
um, or at lunchtime is also another way for that. So anyway, I reckon that's about it, my love. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you. I love chatting with you, Carly, and um, hopefully some of those recommendations are helpful if to help anyone pass the week. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to Very Excellent Habits, the podcast that helps you create little habits for a big life. I'm Carly Jacobs. You can find me on Instagram at Very Excellent Habits, and you can also email me, contact at carlyjacobs.com. You can also record a question for me to answer on the show at speakpipe.com forward slash Very Excellent Habits. So if you want to cringe at hearing your own voice on your favorite podcast, hop to it. One more thing, please leave a rating and a review. This season has only just kicked off, so I don't have any new reviews to read this week, but you could change that by leaving a review today. Until next time, remember, little habits, big life.